Welcome to the Be Bold in Business podcast. My name is Samantha Hearn and I'm the host of this amazing channel. I wanted to bring you a place where you hear from myself and other amazing inspirational business people on their journey to the success they've created. I wanted to bring you the offline journeys to the online successes that we see on social media. I want to create a place where you hear the struggles people have been through, the challenges, the lessons they've learned, the mistakes they've made, so that you know that ordinary people can create extraordinary things every single day, and that it's totally possible for you too. The Be Bold in Business podcast is a place where you are going to hear real, genuine, warts and all stories from some of the most exceptional people in business and how they succeeded anyway. If you are ready to show up in your business, if you are ready to be bold, if you are ready to learn from your mistakes, if you are ready to bounce back and become more resilient, this is the podcast for you. And me, Samantha Hearn, I cannot wait to welcome you, support you, empower and inspire you and share with you the stories that sometimes don't get shared online and give you this real refreshing approach on how building a business sometimes can be hard, sometimes involves failing, sometimes involves struggle, but you can still succeed anyway. So welcome to the Be Bold in Business podcast, and I cannot wait for you to take your invitation to be bold in your business too. Hello, I am going to be talking to you today about the five steps to help you make more sales in your business now. And I've actually got notes for all of these strategies. And each of these strategies could be used in any of your businesses, wherever you are, whatever stage, whatever's going on. Okay, so I know giving you a five key steps that will actually help you make more sales in your business. Some of these steps then have sub steps. I know you know that I love that. But that's what I really want to talk to you about today. And the reason is <laughs> I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. <laughs> Going on Wednesday. So the reason for that is, I think what's really, really important to understand is this comes up so frequently for me. Uh, my audience are always talking about sales, how to make more sales, how to get more clients in how to get more eyeballs, how to get more people looking at what's going on. And fundamentally, what we need to start recognizing is in order for you to make more sales in your business, we need to do a few key things. And the five things I'm going to share with you today are five things that you all can do and have access to. However, the other thing that's really important is if you're just focusing on sales, if you're just focusing on making money, then that's also going to actually be one of the things that slows you down. And I'm going to be talking about the reason for that. So step number one, and hello, if any of you are watching live, let me know where you are, what's going on for you, talk to me. Um, and then I'm going to be going through these because I think it's really important that we understand that sales does not need to become an isolated activity. And a lot of people see this as the only time I can sell is when I specifically talk about an offer or when I specifically am actively selling. And that doesn't have to be the case. So hello, everyone. Gosh, some of you I haven't seen for so long. I hope you're well. So let me go through step number one. And actually, what would be really great? Morning, Sean. Morning, Norwich. Oh, I've got friends that live in Norwich. Uh, what would be really great is if you just let me know on a one to five, how confident are you with your selling? So five is, yeah, I'm selling all the time. I'm selling out. I'm hitting my goals. I'm hitting my targets. It's always happening and everyone's loving it. And one is, yeah, it's not really happening yet. I don't have that confidence. I'm kind of like finding my way. I don't know what to sell and when to sell it. Not really sure on my price points. Where would you sit one to five? Maria, hello. I haven't been to Essex in a while, but some of my closest friends are from Essex. Okay, three. 
Um, so let me know. Hello, and I hope you're. I hope you got home okay. Your hair looks amazing. Um, but that would be what I would love to find out first of all. So one to five, how are you feeling about it? Three, okay, yeah. So five is yes, yeah, sales. I'm smashing it. It's always working. I know what I'm doing. Loving it. And one is I've just got no idea. I literally talk about my offer, but then nothing happens. So that would be good for me to just kind of see where you are. And if you are contributing, thank you. Because it obviously makes such a difference. Um, that would be really, really good. Oh, you're so welcome. Um, just to let me know, yeah, where you are with that. How? What would you say you are? One to five. And then we can get started. So. Fabulous. Now, step number one, then, and this is going to be the most important. And this is why when I said at the very beginning, if you are focusing on the money and making the sales, then that's potentially going to be something that will hold you back. Um, hey, Shanice. So again, just to reiterate, for those of you that have contributed and commented, thank you. I really, really appreciate that. So number one is your audience. The first step in order for you to be able to make more money and more sales in your business is looking at your audience. Now, you might be watching this thinking, I just want you to tell me like these three steps to be able to make a million pounds. Making money in your business consistently, sustainably and with ease is not a quick fix. It's not a quick fix. Why? Because you are dealing with people and you are dealing with changes in your business, changes to your own energy, what you want to do, how you want to work, your alignment and the people that you're attracting. So making money consistently and in a sustainable way is not a quick fix. And if you are here online to be like, I just want to make the money thick and fast, then we could end up in a couple of situations. So audience has to be number one. This is not a quick fix. But primarily, the reason that your business is going to move forward is if you are serving your people. The only reason any business, any business can be financially viable and sustainable is the people. The people buying the product, whether it's cars, whether it's your internet, whether it's coaching, food, people buy the product people buy the service. So if we are not focusing on nurturing the people, then that's going to be one of the primary things that could be holding your sales back. So when you're looking at your audience, I would say there are some key things that you can be doing. Number one, nurturing the audience that you already have. So serving and adding them value, showing up, being visible, getting your content out there, being the solution. That's for nurturing. Number two is reaching new people. So you might do this through collaborations, interviews, uh, reels, whatever it might be, paid advertising, however your business is set up, but reaching new people, networking, events, retreats, whatever. And then the third thing is, so you've got nurturing the people you've already got, attracting new people, and then serving. So the people that then are in your paid community, so whether that's one-to-one -one masterminds, groups, memberships, courses, how are you serving them? What's their experience? The people are the most important part of any business. So if you are looking at this, like, I just need one more person to work with me. I just need one more client. I just need someone to say yes. What we need to be thinking about is who are the people that are currently speaking to you right now? Where are your leads? Who's engaging with your content? Who are, who's asking you questions? Who's messaging you? Who's doing all of these things in the DMs? Who's responding to your questions? Look at the people first. So nurturing, attracting and serving are really important when you're looking at how you can start to make more sales in your business. Audience is number one. Number two is clarity. 
Now this, I would say this to anyone, whether you are starting out, whether you're established, whether you're looking to scale, clarity. You need clarity in four key areas in order for your business to start making consistent sales and making them more easily. You need clarity around your actual offer. It's all well and good creating an offer, but what we really need to know is, why is this offer the offer for your potential client? What's what is actually available to them? What's included? What's the experience? What's the transformation? Who is this actually for? How long will they spend with you? So your offer, having real clarity on your offer is then going to lead to the next thing. We need clarity on the person that it's for. If you're trying to serve and sell something to your audience and they are not right for it or not aligned to it, then we've already got a disconnect. So number one is your audience. You need to know your audience. You need to be talking to your audience, connecting with your audience. If that's happening, we then need to have this receptivity to what they need and how we can serve them, how you can become the solution. So you need clarity over your offer, the person, your message. So your messaging, whether that's in your content, whether that's in your when you're doing interviews, whether it's in your freebies, whether it's in your emails, your podcast, YouTube, wherever it is. Is your message consistent and aligned with the offer that you provide? And then the fourth thing you need clarity on is the actual outcome. Now, this is, and again, and I'm going to do a different live on this, but when it comes to niching, the outcome is not, when I talk about the outcome, it's not to say this is for X number of person and they're going to get X number of result. It's about making sure that you know the outcome for the person that you are talking to. What are they looking to do and how can you be the person to help them? So, your clarity, if you haven't done this already, sit down and type it out somewhere or write it down. What's my actual offer? How long is it for? Who is it for? What are we going to be doing? Why is it unique? Why do they need it now? What are they gaining from me? How can I support them? What knowledge will they be gaining? Whatever it might be, what's the actual offer? That could be looking at your price point, making sure that that price point actually does align with where your audience is and where you want to be in your business. The person that you want to serve, the message that you've got and the overall outcome. So that would be our clarity. So you've now got your audience and clarity. Clarity, a lot of the time is the thing that we think that we've got. But if I was to be on a call with you one to one and say, OK, what about this? Uh, Okay, what about that? Not sure. What about this? Never thought about that. Okay, so it's happened to my clients all the time. So you need to try and do this for yourself and ask these questions, ask these difficult abstract questions to see if you are really confident in the answers. Make sure that you go around and look and review your offers, review what you have to offer. Because the other thing that's really important is, and this comes up a lot for my clients, is they say they would say to me, well, I've spoken about it and no one's, no one's, there's no bites. No one's reaching out. I've got no leads. And I would say, well, how many ways have you spoken about it? Well, I've talked about it on my stories and I've mentioned it in my email or I've posted about it on my grid. So what we've done there is we've, we've mentioned it. But if we have real clarity around our offer, you're going to be able to diversify the message and diversify your attraction marketing because you will have a whole scope of, who, of why this offer is incredible. So you will be able to go down lots of different avenues to reach the same point to reach the same CTA. So a lot of the time having clarity is also going to help you and also going to enable you to actually create a stronger message and stronger marketing to diversify who you're targeting and how you're targeting them. Not everyone will see this one story or this one post and not everybody learns in exactly the same way. Not everyone's attracted to things in the same way. So that's really important when you look at your clarity. Number three is reasoning. 
Reasoning is really important because you need to be able to reason with the potential objections that could come up for your audience and understand how you can serve and make a difference. So what I mean by that is, and I would say this to anyone, if I was speaking to you again, you know, one to one or in one of my masterminds, I'd say, right, let's go through the reasoning of this then. Okay. What, what could someone who's in your audience and you already know, you already know who they are because you're already connected to them, right? So this is the thing. Number one is knowing your audience. If we don't know the audience, you're going to find it hard to answer this question. If you know your audience and you know your leads and you understand them and you've got this pulse, you're doing your auditing, you're doing your market research, you know where they're at because you're constantly asking for that feedback. Going to question number three, step number three about reasoning, it's going to be really easy for you to answer these questions. So I might say to you, okay, so you've got this lead. What, where are they possibly at? What could hold them back? What could be the reason that they don't do this right now? What might they be looking for that they're not getting? Is this clear enough for them? Are there any bits that are confusing? So it's really important that you would be able to reason with the, with your own potential client that has any questions, concerns, feedback around what it is that you're trying to sell. Why is this important? Because if you can start to publicly manage those, those things, you can start to publicly create reasoning around, around what the offer is, you're going to be able to handle potential objections before they even come to you. So when you then look at your social media, you look at your sales pages, you look at your language, you look at the message, you're going to be able to start handling things that could stop someone before they even come to you. So by the time they do come to you, they're ready because you've done that work already. So it's important that we look at, and if we go right back to the beginning of this live, sales is not just about the isolated experience. Sales is not just about you doing the actual sale. It's about the whole experience that happens around it. So understanding your own reasoning is really important. Well, why can't they do this in three months time? Why would they do it now? Okay, well, what about uh, the number of sessions that they might have? Could they, could it be too much for them? What about if they ask you about the, you know, whatever the questions might be, creating your own reasoning so that you're able to actually handle that and manage that as they come up. Hello for everyone coming in. Um, so reasoning is number three, really important. And you, you will notice from this that I'm not saying to you, you'll make more sales if you do five stories a day rather than eight. You'll make more sales if you post three posts rather than seven. It's not about creating this kind of like concoctional formula. It's about understanding the depth behind it because you need to really think about that. When you're looking at sales, there's so many elements to it. You've got your audience's buying behaviors. You've got their sales. You've got their sales psychology. You've also got to look at your language. You need to look at your trust, your know, like, and trust marketing and that factor. You know, there's so many things that you can be doing that can help optimize your sales experience that do not involve selling. Whether it's to do with your content, your visibility, your credibility, what you're doing outside of your own business, collaborations, clients that you're working with, experiences you're creating, value that you're adding, all of these things help leverage that sales experience. So that's number three. Number four is understanding, and th this links to reasoning. Now, if you are able to reason and you've got that experience, so you can you can see what could potentially come up for them, you will be able to understand what their real needs are. And here is the depths of selling that the real power in this sales experience. People don't necessarily know what they're going to experience inside of a program, but they buy based on what they think they need. But usually what they get is something way greater, right? For example, you might go into a mastermind thinking, well, I need this result. 
But when you're in there, you're like, this support system is just incredible. It's priceless. Not doing this on my own, having someone constantly in my corner, community. Wow, this is just incredible. So that in itself leverages their experience. So understanding their needs versus their wants. And this could be with your service. It could be of a product, but you need to start thinking about that and looking at their psychology. So I've had clients before that say, this is my ideal client, but their service doesn't align with the ideal client. And I'd say, well, if that's your ideal client, they're going to be thinking like this. Oh yeah, I've never really thought about it like that. So they're probably not going to buy that because their mindset thinks that they want that. Oh yeah, I never thought about that. So it's really important for you to understand, understanding, understand the difference between needs and wants, and also understanding the your ideal client's perception of what they need and what they want and what they're ready for. That's going to be really, really important. Understanding your ideal client's mindset. And this is why it's so it's more important than having a niche. Can you see that it's doing that to my eye? What is that? gone now weird anyway so this is why it's more important than just having a niche you know for example we have some people have a niche and they think okay so it's they're this age they live in this place they've got these hobbies uh, you know whatever it might be they've got this number of kids or they they travel this much what's much more important than just having the niche is actually looking at the psychology behind it Okay, is actually looking at the mindset of your potential clients. And that's where you're going to understand them so much better. How are they thinking? What's really going on for them? So understanding your potential clients needs. Why does this matter? Right. Let me just reinforce this for you. I would anticipate that you want to be able to make more sales more frequently with ease and sustainability. So you don't want to be doing launches every two minutes. You don't want to feel like you need to be online 24 seven and you don't want to be going through this constant hustle mode or feast and famine. So these things are going to really help you do that. This is a commitment to the overall success of your business on a sustainable basis. So for me, the reason this is important is that I, I don't tend to do like a launch style. I don't have a launch style business. I don't really do the big launches. So for me, these things are imperative to be able to sustain and keep sales coming in on a consistent basis and with ease. This system is around the outskirts of the sale in the epicenter. And you might have you might have support on this that's like, right, use this language, talk in this way, use this, but all of those things, amazing. But what's much more important is that you can understand that you can develop a a tested and something that is going to be so much more robust for your business to create more sales that is not just based on you showing up to sell something it's based on your content your visibility your understanding your psychology the marketing that you're using your message so audience clarity reasoning understanding and the final one is knowing the solution delivering the solution within your content And this is key when you want to start creating that sales focus in your business. So I would say I have a sales focus in my business weekly, you know, so but it's never me just showing up saying buy this, buy this, buy this. There's a sales focus in amongst all of and intertwined in all of my content visibility, my messaging. So number five to this is develop is delivering the solution. But you're not only delivering the solution to the client that has invested. So if we go back to point number one, which is the audience, you've got three versions of your audience, nurture, attract, and serve. So not only are you serving the people that are paying, 
they're delivering them the solution. You want to be sharing that solution with people that haven't invested yet. So that would be showcasing testimonials, DMs, social proof, videos, wins, celebrations. You want to be creating a success culture within your business so that you're able to showcase two things. You're able to showcase that you do deliver a service. You're able to showcase that you deliver a service, but you're also able to show people that haven't invested yet what is possible. And the reason this is important is, you know, you can have the sales page, you can have all of these things, but ultimately what's what what matters to me is and this is what I say to all of my potential clients I do this for myself in my business all the time okay so I've built I continue to build my own business I'm growing other businesses I'm scaling I'm doing all of those things for myself but what matters most and should matter most is that I'm able to replicate this and support my clients in doing that daily in a range of businesses in a range of energies in a range of personalities so i will consistently share my client results you'll see them in my highlights my stories my reels my posts my content all the time so that you can see that i would be able to help you because i'm showing you that i'm helping others and these others have different businesses they're in different programs they have different levels of support so delivering the solution to your community that have not yet invested is such a great way to also showcase what's possible for them when they do. So this is not then me constantly selling something, you know? So I limit my one-to-one spaces. I don't work with a lot of one-to-one people. I'm changing the way my business is running. If any of you have watched my stories, you'll know these things. So it's not about me just constantly being online. Like here's the next thing, here's the next thing and plucking different ideas out and just selling sporadically. I have a method. I have a strategy in my business. I have a business plan. I know what I'm looking to sell and how that's going to look. But the, the way that I do that, a lot of the time is through point number five and point number one. They're the two things I focus on most, my audience and delivering the solution to everyone involved and showcasing that. So I just want you to start seeing, and, and this might not be for you, but I just want to invite you to start reframing the way that you see sales, the way that you see that experience in your business, and the way that you're creating a house for sales to live in. Do you have all of these other rooms set up, like your message, your marketing, your audience, your value, your content, your collaborations, you know, all of these elements can help house sales. Sales doesn't need to live in a separate house on its own. And a lot of the time when that happens and people segregate that sales experience into its own isolated thing, it can become quite tacky for them. They feel like it's really forced. Sometimes it feels out of alignment because it's just not how they want to be showing up. They start to then feel extra pressure. They feel like if it's, if it's not going to work, it's a failure. If they don't sell in just that one week, then it's never going to work. It creates, it becomes a really disheartening process and it becomes a really demotivating process. So we, I don't want you to be seeing it as this separate thing. So you love content creation. You absolutely love content creation. But when it comes to actually selling, you're like, no, so therefore you've got this amazing content generating platform you've got eyes on your content you've got this constant energy but when it comes to actually saying let's work together you just don't like it that's because we're sort of separating the two things we want to merge them so that they all live in one house together your business should be have facets of all of these different elements you should and can create a house that your business lives in that has all of these elements so even if you don't love content creation you don't need to be creating content 24 7 in order to be able to create a successful business but you do need to be able to create content that is purposeful for your audience even going back to number one of our audience and has clarity and intention so that will enable you to be able to look at 
whatever it is that you're struggling with in your business, whether it's sales, content creation, visibility, uh, lead generation, and start seeing it as, well, what can I do around this topic? What can I do around these things to support it? How can I use my other strengths to pull on and draw on those to complement this other thing that I want to create? So they are the five things that I would really recommend that you start thinking about when it comes to selling in your business and looking at these strategies. Now, if you are here live, hello, so many people showing up live. Hi, hi, hi. Look at what it's doing to my eye when I look down. Can you see that line on my eye? So weird. So thank you so much for everyone that's here live as well. If you've got any questions about this, now would be the time to ask. Um, so whenever I do these lives, I want to make myself available to you just for a couple of minutes afterwards in case you've got any questions around sales, pricing, money, wherever you are, so that I can answer them for you. So if you do have a question, I would definitely ask it now, because this is going to be where you get the, the best, you know, live answers. And if you're watching on the replay and you've got questions, just put them in the in the comments box, you know, I would absolutely love to answer them for you. And be able to give you the support that you need around this, you know, around selling what it means for you, where you're at. Uh, and also I'm going to be doing a live on this as well because of the difference between growing your business and scaling your business. They're not the same thing either. So I'm going to be doing a live on that for you as well. That's coming up this week, potentially. Um, but it will be coming up soon because I think that's important that, that, that they're not the same thing. Um, but yeah, so there you go. There you have it. Any questions, anything you want to ask me, I'm here. And I'll stay here for the next couple of minutes. And then I'll just see where you are, what you need and how I can help. And then this will be on my feed. So you can watch the replay whenever you want and take notes. I had my notes here so that I remembered my five key points of what I wanted to share with you. Okay, amazing. Well, I hope you have an amazing Monday uh, and enjoy this final full week of February. Hope you're still achieving your goals, you know, achieving everything that you've set out for 2022. And also you're where you want to be for the end of Q1. You've got four weeks now left, five um, for Q1. So I hope that you're on track. Everything's going well for you and you're, you know, achieving and doing everything that you set out. Um, I don't know what went wrong. I had one one-to-one -one client and then after a year, everything just stopped. Okay, you're so welcome, Sean. You're so, so welcome. Still holding that space for you as well in the success school. Hey, Paula. Yeah, so definitely, if, if that's the case, Shanice, and you've lost that momentum, you want to think about, did anything else stop? Did you stop showing up in the same way? Did you stop creating the, the content? Did you, um, are you still adding value? Are you focusing on connections? Are you getting yourself out there for collaborations? Um, what else potentially stopped that has shifted and, and stunted that that momentum? That would always be my first question back as a reflection. Thank you so much for sharing that. So I hope this is useful. Like I said, this will be on my feed so you can watch this on a replay whenever you want. Um, and I will see you for some more live training soon. Any questions, any comments, just put them down below uh, and I'll get back to you and answer them. Have an amazing, amazing Monday. You're so welcome, Carolina. Hello. Uh, have an amazing Monday. And I'm really, really excited to continue to hear um what else you've got to say i was on a break oh here we go sorry a few more comments next you think about i was on a break pivoting um so how to get back any advice please on getting back yeah yeah definitely have a look you're welcome yeah getting back into it visibility if you've taken a break get yourself back out there providing value to your audience showing them why you showing them why you're the solution creating that engaging content you know whether it's live trainings mini masterclasses, reels posts emails how to create connections without being friend zone. I did a live on that actually. Um, so go and watch my live. It was last week. And I talked about that, you know, the value of, um, of, of looking at your investment cycle. So the, the title of that was the investment cycle and I'm on a beach in the Maldives. So go and watch that 
live um caro that would be really helpful for you or just contacted for free advice there you go yep that that live was all about that if you're just getting contacted for free advice you're just being friend zoned watch that live training it's called the invest understanding the investment cycle uh, is the is the title on my grid so watch that okay amazing right have an amazing day everyone yep have a look any questions let me know and i will see you all very very soon bye for now everyone happy monday